Geek Tank Radio, News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Welcome, everyone. We are the Geek Patrol, and our microphones don't have a stun setting. This episode of Geek Tank Radio is brought to you by the 40th annual Death Eater Halloween party, celebrating the anniversary of the night when Harry Potter became an orphan. I mean, those were the good the good old days, right, Alan? I mean, you're... <laughs> Why would you celebrate the beginning of the end? Hey, they didn't know any better. They yes, thought they it was did. a night of victory, not knowing it was a night of torment and uh, and and like you said, suffering and. Uh, no, that hey. was that was a chili cooking contest, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, anyway, welcome to a uh, Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilberth, and our special guest, well, and Maximilian behind the glass. I can't mm. leave him out. Mm-hmm. And our special guest, we've got Tyler Oswald from Nerd Alert. Uh, hey, Tyler, welcome to the show, man. <laughs> thank you, thank we, you. We've talked to you before. Uh, those who are live in Memphis, uh, it behooves you, I would say, if you're a fan of '80s console game or what is it retro arcade gaming right brandon don't um, roll your eyes as i, 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 I make don't mistakes. i don't know what you're talking about i just uh, i i call them video games video game and 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 also uh kitschy an, horror I, I was an arcade rat so you know yeah you you run nerd alert absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was you look like you do too man people for those that can't see he he and his wife are hardcore nerds right i mean yeah we don't we don't mess around i mean i've i've been uh in the arcade since I was a baby, um, and I've been collecting them since the 90s, so uh, my collection has gotten too big to be contained, and I need to share it with the public. Yeah, all of us have our, our, our collective, you know, we're, we're addicted to certain things. Some people have to have the latest pop figure. Some people, like Alan, have to have the latest, I don't know what, monster whatever vampire type thing well you you collect these old 80s uh giant cabinets that man that's a that's a pretty expensive collection i mean that's uh it's getting there i'm i'm arcade game rich right now so mm. i i just recently took a trip out to uh, little rock to pick up a, a new game and i just put it in the it's a nba jams nice the only sports game i will ever play because i'm not a sports guy right right but it was made by the guys who made mortal Kombat, so <laughs> it's got a little different flavor than other sports games yeah so there's also just something awesome about a two-on-two game with giant heads and flaming balls. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. on that note, hey, so we're going to be talking to you today, Tyler. If you know, you know, and we know that Joe don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Tyler, we're going to be talking about that because uh, we, we want to talk about Nerd Alert, but we also want to talk about what Nerd Alert's going to be doing at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. You're going to have a heavy footprint there, sir, right? I mean, we're yeah. excited, so yeah, so yeah. stay tuned for that, you guys. We're going to do an MCFC update. I'm sort of uh, staring daggers at Brandon because uh, he, he threw me for a curve. I thought we were all prepared to do a Dune spoiler-heavy review, and right. one of us uh, I, I didn't, hasn't seen Dune. No, I don't. I'm not worried about spoilers, though, Joe. I've read the books. I've seen the original movie. I've seen the sci-fi miniseries. Bring it on. I'm not worried about spoilers. Okay. Well, then maybe we'll do a Dune <laughs> PSA or something. Well, I don't... I don't. You can totally t- ruin the whole movie for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm the guy who can sit down and watch Phantom Menace and still forget that Darth Maul's in there until he shows up. Okay. Well, all right. Well, maybe we could do that real quick then. Because we, we also, Alan, uh, I know it's Halloween weekend. You're going to want to talk about that too. So real oh, quick, uh, Max, you've seen Dune, right? So... Yes. Okay. Well, what's that? I thought you liked the movie. <laughs> no, you just kind of got me on the spot. Okay. So, Brandon, here's what I will say. Um, it's always nice when when you see something kind of fresh and new. I know this is an old book, Alan, but mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. they just 
there were so many little details about this that uh, the acting was great. The characters mm -hmm. are cool. Uh, Let's just say they're not afraid to kill off main characters. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like everyone. <laughs> well, Frank Herbert did not yeah. have a problem with killing his darlings. Nope, he did not. Not in the slightest. Um, we we have finally an unblinking look. You know, Arrakis is always dry. The Harkonnens are always wet. Mm -hmm. um, we also got the. We, I'm going to go back to David Lynch. You had the pomposity of constantly talking about how great the Harkonnen army was. And now that we've had 300 yeah. and we knew the Spartans were nuts. Right. Um, we have now met Spartans in space. <laughs> They're even more nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, now you understand why they were so pompous about, you know, the unbeatable Harkonnen army. Right. And uh, Jason Momoa got to um, demonstrate what a just – Total, you know, bad yeah. mama jamma. He really is. Um, beautiful scenery. I would say every character was perfectly mm. cast. And what what I, what what caught my attention too were some of the different. Um, uh, the I would say not just the music. The music set the mood in a really interesting way. But even background sound details or or things like the way their radios. Yes. sounded when they're they're talking to the mining company or whatever everything about it was very new and fresh and and i'm glad to see that man it's yep. a, and it, it hits on a lot of themes that overlap with fantasy and sci-fi and classic politics literature, and politics. The classics and yeah they, they were all making a statement when this book was written yeah so uh, we we can't recommend it highly enough it's yep. absolutely outstanding believe the hype it's 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 great and i was the most skeptical of all of us you so were right you in were. fairness you know i have to throw myself under the bus so anyway so that that'll be it maybe uh, once brandon's seen it we'll unpack a little more but uh, oh yeah you're listening to geek tank radio here on news talk 98.9 the roar of memphis we're gonna take a quick break and then when, uh, it's Halloween weekend. Let's mm -hmm. talk about it. Geek Tank Radio. Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Yep, truer words were never spoken. Mm -hmm. And welcome back to Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Tyler Oswald from Nerd Alert. It's uh, 1061 Cooper Street, right near the Cooper Young, the historic Cooper Young District. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's historic, <laughs> notorious, <maybe>. hysterical, <laughs> noteworthy on occasion. Uh, Cooper yeah. Young District. No, you so. can you can call it historic. Okay. I mean, it, it's pretty epic. Hey, we're, we're talking about Halloween real quick. I just want to do a quick PSA. If, uh, you know, Brandon, I guess I'm a, I, I guess I am kind of a hypocrite because I watched Dune on HBO Max because I didn't have time to get to the movies. Mm -hmm. I probably will still see it in the theaters, but um, uh, uh, I, I re-upped uh, re my, uh, what do you call it, re renewed my subscription <laughs> right, for right. HBO Max. Well, while I was over there, I hadn't seen Batman The Long Halloween yeah, right. because I was a little sour on the latest DC animateds. They've been hit or miss for me. A lot of them have, have just come across as just cheap, and let's throw this out here real quick. The animation's bad. The voice acting ain't that great. Yeah. And, which is really bad because we've been fans of the uh, animated stuff forever. You know, it's like for every a while, time— they every, were, every one they put out was great. Every time yeah. there was a new animated DC feature, 
we jumped on it like as quick as humanly possible. Well, and then yeah. we kind of got into this uh, what I refer to as the um, the 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 late stage New Fifty Two. Yeah, it's like the only decent voice is you know cyborg yeah <laughs> everybody else is either comes across as too pompous or i'm reading from my bathroom <laughs> and i just don't care about the emoting and send me my paycheck well anyway right. they've they've totally restored or renewed themselves with a uh, batman the long halloween parts one and two people if you have not seen this this is some of the, I, it might be my favorite i think mask of the phantasm is still my favorite but this is right up there this has to be one of the best ones I've seen. It's yeah. full of fu- what I call fundamental Batman. It really is like uh, nuts and bolts. What makes Batman cool? And I've got to give I've got to give severe props to Jensen Ackles for actually being able to pull off the young Bruce Wayne. Mm. You know, the the I'm not quite too cynical yet. I'm not just all the time Batman. It just it really came across really good. You know what what I what stood out to me? Have you seen The Long Halloween? I have Tyler? not, no. Oh, Tyler, you got to get with it, man. You're okay. <laughs> He's uh, too busy playing <laughs> video games. Well, or building video games. What stood out to me and I think Max, you saw the you saw it too and what I thought among other things, I liked how he didn't talk much. Yeah. He was a man a few words like he's supposed to be. He doesn't go on these big speeches and stand on a soapbox. That's Batman yeah. works in the shadows. And I was telling you too, Joe, one thing I like about Batman in this is when he does talk, I love how personally he addresses criminals. Like he talks like Maroney. Like it's like he knows these people and it's just like, you know, a noir cop talking to a criminal. Yeah. And it's definitely got that noir feel. Everything about it, the animation is top notch. The music they got right. And even some of the cut, like the, the style of, uh, the shots they use was really different, so I'm I'm hoping this is a trend. I hope they keep this going. Well, I mean, with this one, they did want to try and uh, capture the style of the Long Halloween as close as they could, and still make it traditional animation to where you know you'd get your mainstream audiences as well. Yeah, but yeah, it's I mean, it's just if you haven't seen it yet and you have HBO Max, throw down and watch it. Yeah, it's it's, it's worth it. Um, if you if you prefer to wait until you've got it on physical media, both Blu-rays are available, and I am sure that just like they did with Dark Knight Returns, you'll get a you'll get a deluxe edition that has the whole thing. Yeah, a little you know. gritty for your young kids. Definitely, yep. I'd say it's twelve and over. Maybe and, it's, and I just there's wanna, a few swear words, but it's not terrible. I want to so. put this out there for any Glee fans out there. This is also the final uh, performance by Naya Rivera, who who passed away just shortly after. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Uh, uh, you know, recording her lines uh, in a very tragic accident where her and her son were out on a lake. Uh, but she is Catwoman. She plays wow. Selena Kyle. And Catwoman is perfect in this one. Absolutely. Catwoman can be done very badly. They either make her kind of, I don't know what, you know, they, they, they either make her preachy, which I hate, or they make her too chatty or they make her, she's cool in this yeah. one. She's very. She, I, Catwoman, she's well, yeah. Catwoman is one of those characters that if you don't get the perfect balance, uh, it, it does, it will ruin the character. Uh, you know, like you said, sometimes she's too preachy. Sometimes she's too pompous. Sometimes she just won't shut up. Yeah. But you know, they, they nailed Selena Kyle. In this. Yeah. This whole thing is great. So, so definitely check that out. And uh, five bat signals up. 
uh, out of five. <laughs> I, I, guess, I, I, so. can, I can agree with that one. Okay. Was it better than than uh, Batman and Robin movie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, right. I, stu- I stubbed my toe, and it was better than Batman and Robin. Throw this guy I, going, I, think, I think I saw some commercials that were better than One that. of my all-time but, faves know. right there. Yeah. On Those, that note, that's what you can expect when you walk into Nerd Alert. That type of uh, hmm. sarcasm. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Well, guys, let's. it's Halloween weekend, and let's, let's, let's let our guests talk uh, about this first. Since, uh, you know, I know you and Brandon, you've been ramping up for Halloween, I'm sure. Right. November 1st is a day of depression for you guys. No, no. That's no? the beginning of a whole new segment. Okay. Right. Well, A, well, that's when all the candy's 50% off. Yeah, okay. Well, so, Tyler, what, <laughs> is, it, what, day, is, yo. what does Halloween look like for you guys? Because, honestly, if you go into Nerd Alert, it looks like Halloween every day, right? I mean. Uh, if you've been to Nerd Alert, it looks exactly like our house. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so, so what part of town do you live in? Yeah. Uh, we live in Germantown. Uh, oh, you fit in really well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's, kind of, it's like the Munsters neighborhood, right? When, when, when the neighbors come to the door, yeah, yeah they're all fancy, and they, they I, I thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. We're, we're somewhat of a novelty, I think. So if we that cracks me up that you live in. For for those of you listening outside of of um, Memphis, Germantown is basically like your stuffy kind of. I mean, we like our Germantown <laughs> it's listeners, your upscale but suburb. It's very normal. Let's just put it normal. Yeah hard-working people yeah. very wonder yeah. bread very right. wonder bread and you and you set up camp right there yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and here is the cinnamon raisin loaf right in the middle Boom. yeah there that's funny so so that's its own thing right i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah we the, in a the, sea the, of bran muffins being apple cinnamon well the, the kids one of the kids my six-year-old came home the other day and said um you know the librarian handed me this book and said you come from a video game family, so you're really going to enjoy this one. It was about like some pixelated characters and stuff. I'm like, video game family? Like, by looking <laughs> at us, what do we look like? I don't know. I don't know what a video game family looks like. Well, I, I've seen that Street Fighter logo on the back of your uh, of your vehicle, so I'm pretty sure you're exactly what they think that you are. Yeah, and and they I've, just don't know what that means, right? And and we've kind of uh, maxed out our space at the shop. So now as I'm getting new video games, they're not going straight to the shop. They're coming to my house. So when I open my garage up, all you see is lights and sounds and bleeps and bloops. Okay. That's what it is. So the neighbors have, have been walking their dog or jogging in the morning and they see you out there tinkering with it. Do you fix these yourself? Because, you know, it's interesting. Alan, you you helped build these things back in the day. I, I probably built some of the machines in his yeah. store. And um, it's it's obviously, wow. I doubt you ever buy these things and they work perfectly or, or maybe they do. I don't know. But there's probably always maintenance or work, right? Yeah, there's, if, if you... If you're going to get a perfect game, you're going to pay for a perfect game. So it's yeah. a lot easier for me to find things that have issues and force myself to learn how to do it. So I've, I've been doing this for a while, but I still don't know everything. There's The, the monitors are the hardest to work on because they're old CRT monitors, like old yeah. TVs. And mm-hmm. that knowledge is slowly dying out with the with, with our generation and, the, and and the older folks. So... I'm, I'm, I watch a lot of videos. I read a lot of forums. Uh, there's, there's sometimes there's one guy on the planet that can fix a certain thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and sadly, he doesn't have a YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, my Street Fighter Three went down. There's one guy, <laughs> one guy that could repair these things, and I had to send it out to that guy. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Huh. You know, Brandon, I was in, I was in Nerd Alert one time, and I walked in, and Tyler was on the phone. It was kind of a, I think it was in the middle of the day, so it was like there were some people in the back, and then there was just me in the front, and. uh 
It looked. It reminded me of that movie Wall Street with Gordon Gecko making a deal. You were you were trying to secure some video game like in Georgia or something, right? Yeah, there were three of them. You were hardcore. I mean, there was a bidding war. It was <laughs> right. This is a serious thing. Getting hold of these games, right? I mean, it is. It is that. You know, we talk about. You know, you, you said you built a bunch of the games down here, but it, it's it's really dry down here with games. Mm. It's. In Chicagoland, a lot of the Midway and those big dogs were up there when they were right. making their games. So there's a lot of games still laying around up there. I come down yeah. here and I have to drive. Well, and I yeah. have to drive far to get any good well, stuff. Well, the problem is, is about 15, 20 years ago, there was a place called Green Games that did nothing but store old video games. It was off mm. of, what was it? Uh, it was off of uh, Watkins. Yeah. Just a big warehouse. And the guy who owned it died and they liquidated everything. Oh. And it was like, you, you know. It, it, would have been, earlier. it would have been your dream come true. Yeah. Because when when we mean liquidated. Yeah, they were, sell, they were selling cabinets the for like a fire bucks. sale. Yeah. Well, T- Tyler, I've noticed something, though, which is interesting. Um, I asked you at the beginning, this, I said, so what, is, what does Halloween look like? And then you steer the conversation to, uh, to video games. When I talk to Melissa and I say, how are the video games? She steers the conversation to, to horror and Halloween. <laughs> is that kind of how it works? Is she the horror person and you're the the gamer nerd? She, she's more classic horror, like like Universal Monsters, mm. things like that. Elvira. I'm more eighty slasher, Freddy Jason. Yeah. Okay, know. I think I'm more so, in her so, camp. So like, which one of you is the medical abnormalities? Because I've seen a lot of that in the store too. <laughs> That's her. Yeah, yeah, she's weird. <laughs> yeah. Our, our one of one of our uh, MCFC staffers, uh, Savannah, would fall in love in that store if I could just convince her to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting though. You know, we'll pro- we'll talk about that when we come back though. If you, uh, I'm not really into horror, but I like ha- half the stuff that you sell in the store. I'd actually want. It's not just the slasher stuff. It's some of the like you said, the classic monster stuff, or some of the uh, goofy uh, drinks that you get and all that, like uh, <laughs> s- seaweed flavor. Yeah, uh, bacon, so, yeah. Uh, butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of good gifts. I trust me, people. If you go in the, to Nerd Alert, you're gonna find gifts that you can't find, you know, really anywhere, anywhere else. else. And you're gonna, like we say, you're gonna have a heavy footprint at the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. So we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Very apropos today. And welcome back to Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth and our buddy Tyler Oswald from Nerd Alert. Uh, and off the air, boy, Brandon really uh, yeah. chastised me and reminded Man. me that I'm I'm not sticking to the script I've today. Come, I've come to the conclusion that starting next year and from here on out, Joe takes off Geek Tank for the month of October. I'm pretty useless because I, I, I like Halloween, but I'm not. You guys are hardcore, and we, we do need to talk about Halloween. Brandon, I'm going to let you lead the uh, discussion here. Wait, wait, what? You huh? and Alan, yeah. this, is, this is your, you know, okay. wheelhouse. So. so I just want to go ahead and, you know, give you both an update that also, you know, kind of harkens back to Tool Talk. I put the coffin together this morning. I was going to ask. The candy awesome. coffin. The, yeah. the coffin is completely put together. The hinges are on it. it it's it's gorgeous. Joe, your your engravings on it 
came out masterfully. It's a machine, Brandon. Every, I can't take any credit for it. But yeah. you have to sit there and monitor it, and and, and that in alone, okay, is more patience than I have. That's true. At all, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've we've got everything, you know, set up. I, I just finished my purge costume, which is right. well. So, it's, so you've been hanging out with Tyler again? Well, I can tell. I, I learned I learned uh, I learned how to run LED wires through a mask and yes. not electrocute myself. Ooh, even so, better. So that's that's a lot of fun. Wow, that sounds cool. But yeah, I just I I I, I wanted to just take a moment though and and talk about you know when I was a kid. And you know you you could wear your costumes to you know school and everything like right. that, and your you know teachers gave out candy. You know you can't do half that stuff anymore. Uh, several years back, you know they kind of banned costumes unless it was homecoming week, but that's changed. I drove past a, a local high uh, a local uh, elementary school yesterday, and the costumes that these kids were wearing coming out of the school, they would put some of our cosplayers to shame. Wow. And I don't That's know. Great. I don't know if it was bought. I don't know if it was you know handmade. You know, what, there was a kid wearing like full on Chucky overalls and, and everything, <laughs> wow. being chased by a girl who was dressed up like uh, what is the what is the demon character from Death Note, Joe? He's one of your favorites. I can't even remember his name. Oh, what Ryuk or Ryuk? Ryuk, yeah, yeah. And I mean, she's like. She's got the long arms that are attached to her. You know, she's holding her. It oh, was so cool. That's awesome. And and representing Death Note. Yeah. I'm all for that. So, I mean, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I miss the old days when we had the, the, the little plastic mask and we had the nylon costumes that actually had the picture of the guys. Where I never wanted those. You smell and yeah. those are the oh, yeah. You couldn't, Wait, see, Brandon, you couldn't see anything, but you were expected to walk the streets by yourself because your parents <laughs> weren't with you back then. Brandon, what, what school was this? We, they definitely deserve a oh, shout out. Um, I would. I am not going to name the school uh, because I don't want to say. It. I think it's it was Grambwood. All right. Well, I think it's Grambwood. Oh, Grambwood's sure. a good school. They're yeah, good no, no, they're an there. awesome school. I just I can't ever. I All can't right. remember if it's Graham or Grambwood. I just Grambwood Elementary. Okay, over yeah, at, yeah. Uh, summer and uh, and uh, what is it? Not get well. Uh, Graham. Yeah, summer and Graham. Yeah. Uh, Graham becomes get well. Uh, anyway, yeah. It's, good teachers over. It's there. over by my bank, so it's okay. the one I no, pass all the time. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just it was really cool to see you know full costumes on kids again. Which, you know, for the longest time, you don't see stuff like that in school. You know, it was like, you know, kids would get out of school, they rushed out their costume on, they could go trick-or-treating, and then they had to be home before the sun went down. Yeah. Which was sad. But, I mean, I noticed, you know, last year with COVID and everything, that we had kids out in droves in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm really excited for tomorrow night because, you know, I don't work Sundays anymore, so it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Oh, the, the timing's perfect, isn't oh, it? Yeah, and, no. and the weather right now here in Memphis is gorgeous. Yeah. But I asked people recently on Facebook uh, if you had a you know if you had a certain candy to fill your coffin with, because you know coming back to the candy coffin we just built, what would your candy be? So I'm gonna throw it to Tyler first. Runts. Runts. Oh, I love runts, dude. <laughs> Best the, candy the, ever. The banana is like my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, the easy one is the Reese's cups, the individual ones. You give the kids a handful of those, and then you can eat them yourself oh. if you don't. You know, right, right. They go uh, with everything. Alan, you could probably bake something with that, right? You could make that into oh, like a pie. What do you mean a, I could? Yeah, those <laughs> cookies or something. So yeah, I, I have I ha- I've baked cookies. Uh, our snickerdoodle mm-hmm. recipe. I've used that and then put Reese's in half of them and then Hershey Kisses in the other. Oh yeah. So um, I w- I want to know what everybody's you know standpoint is on candy corn though. <laughs> Why do we even make that still? 
because there's people who love it. Because it's an, step, it's an yeah. abomination. Of course I do. Does anyone actually know anyone who loves them? Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I'm, I know I'm, several I'm candy corn addicts. I mentioned yeah. Savannah earlier today. She she's one of those uh, you know candy Deviants. corn people. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, well, there's. But just... you eat fruitcake too, Alan, so you're uh, really messed up. Alan will eat anything. <laughs> and when there's a full moon, he'll eat you. Alan's opinion doesn't count in this, in the food realm, but yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Because here's the thing there's a lot of legacy candies out there. Right. There's uh, the, the little orange. Anybody remember the. Uh, circus peanut, oh, big oh, giant gosh. orange thing. Dude, dude. The they're still they're still being made. People still eat them. Of you know all of the Brock's hard candies. The the peanut butter kisses are, are the death. You know there there's um, all these candies. Um, all right, you mentioned the runts. You you like you know, but do you like the lime one? No. no. See, there we go. No. But guess what's in every package? Like lime. the lime ones, like twenty five percent lime. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. How many people like uh, dark licorice? Yeah, why is that even still made? Right, you know what? But they still and, right. and yet. But I then like, you look at the sales. I don't. Every no one. You can have no. a thousand people in a room, and they'll all go. Oh, I don't need it. I don't need it. Well, but yeah, no, no, no. Here's my biggest question on that, Alan. Is we will hear people complain to the end of time about dark licorice, but they like anise in your in, in their uh you know coffee or or in cake. Oh yeah, they love it's, little... it's the exact same flavor. Isn't that what Jägermeister is? Dark yeah. licorice liquor? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I never liked that. But at that point you don't really care what it tastes like. Um, okay. Well, you know, absinthe, um, you know, there's there's a few things that have that star anise like flavor. But it just to it, it makes me want to throw it out to you, Alan. What started the tradition of giving out candy? Bribery. To keep the spirits from her, you know, you know, invading your property. Exactly. Oh yeah, give us the history lesson of trick or treating, Alan. Okay, well, the short one. I know you get long winded on this stuff, so no, no, you get impatient <laughs> on this. Let's see what, what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so let's go with the veil is very thin, and the spirits have rearised, and da 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 da, and let's go to like Day of the Dead. I love Day of the Dead. Oh yeah. Of uh, being from very, very, very South Texas, of I thought it was West Texas. I am. He actually, changes locations. Well, you know, I have family in each spot, but okay. being originally from South Texas, of Day of the Dead, you know, was not that far away. You kind of drove about ten minutes, and you know, yeah. you know, these were people dressing up, and you know, you got you know, the whole sugar skull thing and all that. That's kind of invaded the U.S. these days, right? Of but if you have ever seen a true, we're gonna go have lunch with great grandma. That and movie Coco covered that really well. Exactly, that was a great movie. That was exactly. a fascinating movie. Yeah. And but you go watch these people that are celebrating this just, and they're sitting there having a full on conversation with the headstone. Yeah. They're just sitting there now, Joe. Let me tell you what the kids did this year, and they did this, and they did. I mean, they're just sitting there catching up. So, food was a big part of this. Now, in earlier days, when we had the little elves and things like that, we had something called the torda, mm. and the torda was the essence of something. And to keep the little fairies and spirits and things from doing terrible things to your home, you would bribe them. It was kind of like your thought of what to do with ants once upon a time. Okay. Joe's kind of like, well, I don't want to kill the ants, so I want to like bribe them to go to the other end of the property. 
that was an old discussion. So it yeah, was. Let's not get sidetracked. Yeah, but, I was going to set up like a, a headquarters out in the yard, Brandon, to attract but, all. It doesn't really work. Uh, but uh, but okay. that is part of Halloween. <laughs> was yeah. bribing the little spirits and ghosts and goblins and thingies to not eat your house, burn you down, do terrible things to your barn. Well, because the, uh, the a lot of the Irish immigrants, we understand they, you know, because I'm Irish, I can throw mm. ourselves under the bus. When they said trick or treat, the it, the emphasis was on the trick part. Right. They they and it got to criminal vandalism eventually, and then the candy companies came the along candy, and said, "Wait a minute, hey, hey, we hey, can hey. monetize this." Yeah, guys, remember, we used to bribe the spirits. Let's bribe the kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you're a kid and you're out there thinking, "Do I want to vandalize a place and possibly or get go to jail or get a sack full of candy?" Mm, I mean, it's a no brainer. There we so. go. Good old American capitalism taking care of business. So. That's, it has saved us on many occasions. Yeah. And it gave birth to a thriving dental industry. Yeah. But, you know. Good old, uh, but but hey, speaking of uh, good old American capitalism, we uh, we got to talk a little bit more about Nerd Alert when we come back. Because I will say this, Tyler, you and uh, your wife, Melissa, are unique looking people, but you're at the heart of it. You guys are uh, business He looks people. like you, Joe. He's got a beard and a ball cap. What's so unique? Uh, you, wait till he takes the jacket <laughs> He's got off. a more popular hoodie than you are. Anyway. Shirt. But, but you guys, uh, like we said, you're, you're, you've got a great store. We want to talk a little bit more about Nerd Alert and also what you're going to be doing at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention because you guys are only a week and a half away mm-hmm. and we have to update everyone. Have we not canceled that thing yet? Hey, you're <laughs> listening to Geek Tank Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar Memphis. We'll be right back. Geek Tank Radio. <laughs> News Talk 98.9. The Roar of Memphis. Turn off Brandon's mic. Keep yourself together, sir. And it's welcome- the last segment, man. All right. And, we'll, you know, man up. And welcome back to uh, Geek Tank Radio. I'm Joe Thorderson here with my friends Brandon Olmstead and Alan Gilbreth. I just and- I just need our audience to tell the station we need two hours, man. Yeah, we probably do. So, uh, and our buddy Tyler Oswald from uh, he runs Nerd Alert. This is his operation. I mean, he's a he's a we've been um, you know he's a great entrepreneur. You guys created something that honestly, uh, Brandon, you're in and out of every collectible shop in Memphis, and I'm- this one hits a unique niche it, it, it really does you guys uh, you know you have filled a hole that we did not know we had here in <laughs> we didn't realize we needed a retro arcade with like you know really awesome horror stickers and, and, and collectibles in the front i mean i didn't know i would need that in my life until i actually walked into the store well we we only buy things that we would use ourselves so right. if the shop disappears tomorrow all that stuff's going in my house so <laughs> the games we pick the the toys we get the shirts we get if if it ever if if it goes away we're gonna use it you're set yeah so you're the mark twain of you know of this world you know do what you love until somebody offers you money for it yeah absolutely yeah. there you go well and then hey, take the money <laughs> yeah so tyler uh we're, we're gonna talk about what's going on at nerd alert then we're gonna uh, update everybody about the uh, convention but um when people walk in it's it's yeah. immediately you're you're struck with the with the look of it who's responsible for the front of the store that's the gift shop right that's my wife okay she's, uh she's a hard worker i'm more of an overachieving slacker um <laughs> so 
awesome. She does not he stop working. Yeah. She doesn't stop moving. She's always thinking of new things. Mm. And, and I, I'm always fighting, like, do I got to do anything today? Like, can I can I just take a nap? So, <laughs> she's the driving force of the shop. She's the one that keeps us going. Mm. Okay. Well, before uh, before we get into really what you know what you're going to do for us at the MCFC, uh, let's let's take a minute and talk about the way you've got your store set up as far as the gaming goes. Now, I've you've got a subscription s- service kind of deal going on. Yeah, we've got monthly passes. Yeah. So a, a bunch of uh, local guys would they'd walk in right because we're in Cooper Young, so right. there's a lot of houses, a lot of people. Um, they and they a were lot of com- foot traffic. They were coming three, four times, you know, every week or so. Yeah. And we're like, man, we we need to do something for the local guys. Like, if you're gonna come four times in in a week, you know that that that's a it's a pretty decent chunk of change. Right, right. So we do a thirty five dollar monthly pass, and you just come in, you wear it around your neck, you you come and go as you please. So if you if you think you're gonna come once a week in a month, it's worth it. Right, right. No kidding. I mean, because I, I can just tell you this, Tyler. I'm a little older than you and Alan. I mean, you know this too. Remember back in the day when the arcades <laughs> first came out, you'd get like two rolls of quarters, and honestly, oh, yeah. you'd burn through twenty bucks in no time. I mean, it was they it had was expensive. Fever. Yeah, yeah I, it was awful. They really it was like a it was like a, a casino for children and stuff. But uh, you guys have your stuff set up to free play. Yep, basically. it's ten bucks. All you can play all day long. So you can come in in the morning, pay ten bucks. You can go out to lunch. You can come back and keep playing until nine o'clock till we close. Yeah. It's a good good model. I like the monthly yeah. pass too. Especially that, now, and that's that's awesome for you know guys our age. But uh, do you guys have anything set up for the kids? You know, for like you know just your random teen who needs to be off the street kind of deal. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> one price, one set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got um, all the games are from my earliest one is 1979 to um, some games from the early 2000s. So a lot of these games are still relevant in the yeah. games that these kids are playing today, like a, like Duck Hunts in yeah. Smash Brothers. You know, there's a lot of stuff that they'll recognize from games they're playing now. And, and I I didn't really think the younger kids would be into it, but mm. with Minecraft and right. they play these games that are all blocky anyway, they come in and they're like, oh, it's just blocky, just like the stuff I'm used to. Yep. So it actually appeals more to the younger kids than the teens and the 20-somethings. Really? See, that's actually really cool to hear because it, it just reminds me of when I would be stuck at like the Pizza Hut arcade sitting at the little you know cocktail <laughs> table playing either Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. Yeah. You know, that was basically it. It's like my parents were in a softball league. Go sit over there while we have our our little softball banquet here, and I mean, I'd go through forty bucks easy, yeah. playing just video games. The whole yeah, time. and and, and it's it's probably interesting for for dads. I'm just thinking if you're a dad that played these kind of games, or a mom that played these games when you were a kid, and now you're bringing your kids in to to, to play. That's kind of a cool intergenerational thing, mm. right? So yeah, we're we've been doing a lot of parties lately too. You know, with with COVID, it got difficult for people to want to come out and, right. and interact with each other. So we, we we do parties. We do private parties. So it's it's 175 bucks, and you get the whole arcade for two hours, and we close it down to the public, and it's just who you want in there. And that's really taken off lately. That's a good that's a good price. I'm just thinking of all the money, Brandon, I, I blew on my kids' parties when I was younger. That, they were a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. That, that, that just sounds like the perfect thing for me to get rid of the uh, children who hang around my house. Yeah. You know, none of them are biologically mine. So it's like, go away. Yeah. <laughs> go so. play video games. Hey, uh, t- Tyler, tell me about this Christmas thing. You were telling us off air about your this is a this is a unique uh, Christmas celebration. Yeah, we have a, a we're doing a Krampus uh, event at the High Tone. <laughs> so we're going to be at the High Tone on December 11th. 
from 5 to 10 o'clock at night. And we, we're going to have a bunch of vendors there. Uh, they're going to be selling all their weird goods. Uh, it's it's Christmas, but weird, because that's, mm. <laughs> that's kind of our theme. Yeah, well, you uh, we didn't even mention that, Brandon. The reason uh, you guys are vendors, so you're going to actually be, you, you set up at different horror conventions and different shows, and, of course, you're going to be set up at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, right? So, yep. Yep. so you know what it's like to pack up everything for the weekend and, and mm. head off, and, and, of course, you bring the kids along. Yeah, right? we, we, we layer on an extra uh, set of complexities, which we bring our four kids to every show. <laughs> so yeah. we've got a big trailer. We pull it up, and we say, okay, kids, now because they're from 6 to 11 years old, and they know what to do. So now I actually have helpers, and they pull it all out for us. Child labor. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Oh, good for you. I've never been able to manage uh, to get my kids <laughs> to help with that stuff. So it's well, like, you know. I went. I, w- I was of the mindset. Okay, go have fun. Now that you're old enough to walk around, you know, together. And I should have been capitalizing <laughs> yeah. on the free labor. See, man. Joe That's- was just like, "Y'all go have fun and get out of my hair." And now he has no hair. Yeah, mm. good point. So uh, Krampus. Krampus is like the Klingon Santa Claus. I'm right? like, yeah. right, this is gonna be a great. You know, bring your children yeah. down to be beaten with switches. Yeah. All right, we'll put them in a bag for you. They'll straighten up in no time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I oh. will say too, uh, if you go and do uh, Nerd Alert. There's a nice, it's it's pretty family friendly in there, honestly. You're dealing with, you know, monsters and stuff, but you've got, I mean, you've got Pee Wee Herman in there. Pee Wee Herman's well Oh, there's family friendly. That's <laughs> disturbing, but uh, no, you've got kind of the classic Wolfman and things like that mixed with, you know, the it, heavy duty ones. Right? Yeah, we, we want to be family friendly. We've got four kids. Um, there's not a lot of places um, like ours for kids to go. Right. Um, I don't. We're trying to get people out of their basements too. Like kids have been hooked up to the internet for so long, they don't mm. know what it is to play standing next to somebody else. Right. Yeah, and they, they get this. They you get this feeling in your gut when you're you're standing next to somebody actually playing against them. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's an energy that comes about. There like really that. is. Yeah, and there's different. Um, isn't there different? Uh, the the. the there's different. There's a different dynamic when you're there playing is, in public. There is a different level of trash talk when you're at an arcade than there is <laughs> right. when you're sitting on the other side of your Call of Duty screen. Yeah, it's a lot less, right? A lot more less. civilized. I've, I've right? seen at least yeah. 15 fights break out because of Street Fighter 2. Well, that's Street Fighter 2. That that. that there's a lot of tension there. Yeah. And there's, see, what I'm trying to figure out how you guys navigate this, and this is actually relevant uh, to the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. In my day, the uh, etiquette, basically, get video gaming etiquette was like, if you want to be next, you put your quarter on the on the machine. And if and most people were pretty good about the fact yeah. that, okay, well, it's your turn next. Well, how do you do that if it's set to free play? Like, how um, do you claim the next the next round? So it's it people don't tend when, when you don't put quarters into a game you're not as committed right okay. so we've got enough games that we've got plenty of games for people to float around to so we don't really have people waiting in line for one title um and and people are pretty polite like the, they'll drop off yeah. if they're on too long and there's there's a kid standing behind and waiting do you monitor it though because uh I, I don't some people might lose track right. they get too engrossed in yeah. galaga or something and they're you know well then yeah. it becomes a spectator sport because if so. you got somebody totally just slamming Galaxians it, to the wall, yeah. if you've got then you got eight yeah. people behind them rooting you on watching. That's true. We, you know, when it comes down to it, if we're not playing, we want to see you flip the score. That's true. Yeah, we really do. Do people still write like the uh, like? Because if you get the high score, you get to write your name on there. Yeah. Sometimes it's only initials. Do people still write like the crude? Uh... Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Every day when I go in and I. And I turned the arcade off. You could see the high scores like, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> All the good you're ones. real cute. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, buddy. So, okay. 
Well, hey, let's let's shift gears. Tell us about what we're going to see. You're going to have two setups. You're going to have a room, right, Brandon? He's got a room dedicated to video games, and you're yeah. going to have your vendor booth. So yeah, yeah, okay, he, yeah. He's got he's got a spot to set up. Uh, it's where we normally have our digital gaming uh, because they are our digital gamers this this yeah. year. Uh, and then you guys will have a fairly large footprint in the vendor room as well don't they joe yeah so what what what's your yeah so what does the setups look like tell us about that uh we we've got when when we do conventions we have we bring a, a really good mix of stuff from the front of the shop to sell a lot of horror stuff a lot of pop culture stuff we like to do weird we bring the candies and the sodas and those things um i've i've got an excess of games this year mm-hmm. that that i can that i can't all fit in the shop so i i should be able to bring a pretty decent size uh amount of games over so what what's the preference because brandon there's a what do they call them when you sit like if you're playing pac-man and it looks like a table and you're playing or something but uh versus the the cabinet style what's uh what is that the cocktail cocktails table? yeah, yeah, no, yeah. the other ones are just called uprights yeah. so. those are probably easier to maneuver right to get them in the hotel yeah and so. they're, they're more of a they're kind of more of a spectacle too you don't see them as much as as you see the upright, so people gravitate to them, especially the Pac-Man one, because everyone remembers a Pac-Man being in their local pizza hut. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. And I will say this, people, uh, with with the uh, possible restrictions on capacity and everything, it's a really good idea to get your tickets now. Go to memphiscfc.com. The uh, convention is the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, November 12th through 14th. Brandon just posted the uh, programming schedule it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to have a lot of activities designed yeah. to to be a lot of fun, but also keep people I, a little bit more spread spread out. Right, so. and I also want to go ahead and you know throw this in there real quick. Um, our Sunday, outside of Let's Make a Deal, our Sunday is open for what we refer to as MCFC Underground. Yeah. If you just want to do a gathering with your friends in one of the rooms and, and, and talk about you know the weirdest animes that you've ever seen, you can now put that on a Sunday schedule in one of our rooms a and premium invite, room and invite everybody to come check it out. Yeah, you we want to empower people we on wanna, Sunday. We want to make sure we want to see what you guys would want to put on, and who knows, maybe next year it'll go to the official schedule. Yeah, so check it out, MemphisCFC.com. Get your tickets now. They're very affordable, very family friendly, and our buddies Tyler and Melissa from Nerd Alert are going to be there. So, hey Tyler, real quick, what's your address at uh, Nerd Alert? It's 1061 South Cooper Street in Memphis. Check it out, people. It's awesome. So, well, uh, but time waits for no one. We've got to get out of here. So until next week, we are the Geek Patrol, and I am Joe Thorderson. I'm Tyler Oswald. I'm Maximilian. I'm Alan Gilbreth. And I am Brandon Olmstead, challenging you to find my house so you can get all this candy out of my possession. Stalkers. (laughs) 